Welcome in. It's June 15th. You know, the month is half over today. It will be half over. Solstice is really our next big event next week. June rolls on, and we are going to roll on with a couple of things today and then a listener question. I've got a really cool kind of offbeat listener question today. But first, let's talk about the moon in Leo. We got that Leo moon Sunday afternoon, if you remember. We talked about it on the Sunday episode, and it will be with us all through the day. But at 11.01 tonight, Eastern Time, moves on into Virgo. So do we have a void, of course, before that change of sign with the moon? Yes, we do. It starts at 1.27 p.m. this afternoon, Eastern Time. Kind of a long one, actually, from basically 1.30 p.m. to 11 o'clock p.m. tonight. Interesting aspect also with this moon that is worthy of note today, and that is the moon in Leo is in a quincunx with Neptune in Pisces. Hmm... What do we do with this one? (laughs) Well, first of all, we duck quickly because it won't be there very long, but it is a quincunx. That's the 150-degree aspect that's part of the yod. Now, we don't have a yod today, although we do have another quincunx. We'll talk about that in just a second. It's also in Leo. But this moon Neptune is the one that really caught my eye because one of the things that we could be feeling today is a little bit of escapism. There is kind of an illusion-delusion component to this aspect. One of the things that I do to cover my own strong Neptune in my chart is that when I get into that delusion kind of mode is I like to have friends around me who can help me see through it, who are not as Neptunian. (laughs) And some of you listen to this, and you are those people. And thank you for helping me through that. I think it's really critical if you have a strong Neptune to recognize its potential to basically blur your vision. And that can be spiritually. It can be emotionally. It can get you into bad relationships. It can cause you to make bad decisions or no decisions at all. Not a character flaw. It's just how we're made. It's having a strong Neptune. And with that comes strong psychic and spiritual prowess which allows you to do a daily astrology podcast. So it's all right. It all works out, and it all is who we are. Now, the other aspect that I think is of note with the, uh, I mentioned the other quincunx, that's Mars and Jupiter. Same signs, back to Pisces, Mars and Leo, Jupiter and Pisces. So Mars, Jupiter, especially when we put the quincunx with it, is kind of interesting how we might look at this too. Avoid conflict today. So this is really a day to mind your spiritual practice. There is a lot more red in my chart than there is blue. And those two colors distinguish the easy aspects and the harder aspects. So the reality is there's just a lot of sandpaper in the sky today. And that actually, I checked the Mastro software keywords to see if they aligned. And yep, they sure do. Uh, Actually, it's kind of funny because up until 9 o'clock this morning, Eastern Time, Love at first sight was the number one keyword. And then it was followed by the ones that come after it. Quarreling, agitation, mourning, as in M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G, change, injury, and precipitation, which is to act suddenly or to hurl, as we had seen from previous times checking that. So, yep, the keywords 
are verifying that today could be just a little bit of a tense day from the sky. Now, we have a pretty light week the rest of the week. So I'm going to squeeze in a couple of questions from you guys, and then I'm going to duck out for a couple of days. I need a little bit of rest, so I'm going to put my own mask on first, and then I'll be able to put my full attention back to this next week. Hi, Thomas. It's Nikki in Sacramento. I'd like to say thank you for what you do. Thank you for both podcasts and the Facebook group. They all add value to my life, and I genuinely appreciate your service. My question for you today is in regards to 15 degrees of a fixed sign. Um, I've heard this degree referred to as the avatar degrees or the avatar gates. Have you seen anything with your clients and having placements at these points? Or do you have any of your own thoughts or insights? Um, Is there a correlation to the Bible and the creatures that Ezekiel saw or the creatures in Revelations? I'd love to hear what your thoughts are on this topic. Well, thanks, Nikki, for the encouraging words. Thanks for listening, and thanks for a great question. So let's talk about, as she was mentioning, the things from the Bible first. Listen to Dane Rudyard on this. He's one of the prominent astrologers of our generation as he frames up what she's talking about here. So first of all, if you wanted to lock onto this for yourself, you would look at the signs of Taurus, Leo, Scorpio, or Aquarius, and see if you have a planet right at 15 degrees. Okay, that's the first thing, is look in your own chart. Now, listen to what Dane Rudyard has to say. An avatar, in ancient terminology, is in fact a release of cosmic energy. These four gates are symbolized by the four symbolic creatures, a bull, a lion, an eagle, and an angel. There's the biblical reference. Each of them depicts a particular type of dynamic release, a particular type or ray of power. Now, listen, this is a deep topic that we're not going to go very far into at all. But this is a great question, and it comes from a collection of a number of techniques and teachings from ancient and Hellenistic astrology. And if you have an interest in the roots of this craft, I would highly suggest that you get involved with Chris Brennan's work. He does the The Astrology Podcast, has a lot of listeners, a big following. He has a big presence on Twitter. And Chris has done more to bring the roots of this craft forward today and make it practical and accepted than probably anybody I think he will go down as one of the generations leading, the future generations leading astrologers. Now, that said, I don't think Chris gets into this. I mean, I have his Hellenistic course, and I have his book on Hellenistic astrology. And to my knowledge, this is one of the areas that Chris has not necessarily adopted. I know Steve Forrest hasn't talked about it. Now, let me tell you my thought on this. Because when we talk about astrology and really any kind of spirituality, whether it's mainline, denominational, religious spirituality, or whether it's over in the metaphysical, okay, let's call it (laughs) woo-woo, let's just go there, uh, you have to balance the mysticism with practicality. And there was a story that really caught my attention when I started reshaping my life, and that's basically all explained in my other podcast, The Subconscious Mind Mastery, that I heard a story told by Bob Proctor about rocket scientist Warren Von Braun. 
He was actually the architect of the U.S. NASA moon program in the 1960s. That was my era. I remember watching Neil Armstrong, Armstrong jump off of that ladder. And Warner Von Braun said that they could do that. They could go to the moon because of the physics, the physical laws of the universe, that they could launch a rocket into space, send it to the moon, bring it back to the Earth, and land it within the fraction of a second because of physics. And it just made sense to me that God, Source, our Creator, Infinite Being, the universe— would not make the earth so precise and spirituality so random. So I started on a quest to find something that was patternable spiritually. Well, astrology is built on geometry. So Warner von Braun has his rocket program based on physics. We have our Google map of the soul called astrology built on geometry. Indeed, our Creator did not leave us to random chance spiritually. Now, there are a ton, I mean, I'm talking a ton of wonderful jewels inside of our charts. Midpoints is a big one of those jewels. A midpoint is simply halfway in between two other points. So if you have a planet at zero degrees and a planet at 90 degrees, a midpoint would be 45 degrees. Well, the signs have midpoints, too, and that's exactly what we're talking about here. 15 degrees is the midpoint of the signs, which are all 30 degrees. This is not something that I have studied, but I do very much respect Dane Rudyard. So when he says that this is a dynamic release, a release of cosmic energy, that really gets my attention, and it's something that I'm going to start studying more. I do firmly believe in midpoints, and so 15 degrees of of a sign is something that also gets my attention. And then the fact that these are in the fixed signs has meaning that we won't go into here, but it is also part of this relevant conversation. So, Nikki, thank you for a great question. Maybe, who knows, we'll be hearing more about this even on the podcast. I think you can find so many areas of astrology that catch your interest and just dive into them. And that's the beauty of this is when you find something like this, if this resonates to you, do a bunch of research on it and even tell me what you find or shoot me some articles. If you find some good stuff, I'd love to see it. Thanks so much for listening. Sorry, we went a little bit long here today, but that was a great question. Back tomorrow. Have a good day. Bye-bye.